You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm talking about straining for that logo on the side of your helmet and not the name on your back. Yes, sir. Because we know what it represents. It represents everybody here you see and everybody you can't that we've talked about. I'm here to strain with you, man. I swear to God I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got, strain with everything you got. Let's go. Let's go. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills. You're listening to the Off Tackle with John Fita Show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Off Tackle with John Fina Show, brought to you by the Market Dominator team on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast network presented by picasso's pizza treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game game day picasso's we are buffalo pizza shipping local and nationwide order online at picasso's pizza.net what is going on everybody my name is joe miller and i'm the host of this here awesome show and uh sitting next to me right over there former offensive tackle for the buffalo bills for i believe 10 years is that accurate 10 years that is accurate. I was with the Bills for 10 years. I could have been anything my rookie year. I didn't play much, but so nine years as a starter. <laughs> One year as a special teamer, nine years as a starting offensive tackle. There Ladies and gentlemen, John Fina. John, how Welcome are you? Welcome to the show, me. <laughs> Welcome to the show, me. That's so good. That's so good. John Right off the top, because it's normally what we always do, we want to give props to our title sponsor, which is this dude, this dude right here, John Spazcheck and the Market Dominator team. So let's hear from John real quick, if you don't mind. Red 19, Blue 21, set up. Oh, oh, hey guys, hey guys, I'm not Josh. I'm John Spazcheck, the Market Dominator, the proud sponsor of the John Phoenix Show, hosted by the voice Joe Miller. And folks, the great thing about why we love our quarterback, not only is he awesome, but here's the reasons why. He's super disciplined, he's an incredible hard worker, he actually is very intelligent, and he has a ton of focus. These are some of the qualities that my good man John Fina used on the field to help the Bills get to Super Bowls so many years ago. But now, in real estate, I'm the guy who helps you win. This is what we do. We educate, we advocate, we negotiate, and we dominate. So if you want to win in this market, you call me, 716-570-3298. Go! Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Bills! Ladies and gentlemen, that is John Spazcheck. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home anywhere in the USA, please give John a call at 716-570-3298. This is what I'm going to tell you, John. I don't know if you've called that number or texted it. That's That's his cell phone number. That's like, oh, I got, oh, I got his number. That's <laughs> his legit. I want everybody in the comment section right now. If you're, if you're, if you're brave 
everybody in the comments section or anybody listening to to this on a podcast (laughs) 716-570-3298 just text john a go bills everybody just text him a go bills but also maybe throw in a comment he's got really nice pro pronation at the end of his throw you know he 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 turns that wrist beautifully listen i need guys got talent I need everybody to do this. And after you've done it, get in the comment section and tell me, done. Just D-O-N-E, period. So you've texted John at 7165. He won't, he's not going to like, think you're trying to sell hope. And it, it would just be hysterical that if everybody, if he gets like 100 text messages that all say, go Bills. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, he we're might, trying to keep our title sponsor, yeah, okay? Not might, chase him away. He might fire us. Yeah, he may. I've been fired before. I've been so, fired by the Buffalo Bills. You were fired by the – were you fired by the Buffalo Bills or were you fired by the local radio station, I guess is my question. I was uh, – well, who knows? I mean, it, it was time anyway, you know. It was time. you, you got to be pragmatist. you got to be a realist in this deal, right? I mean, the, yep, window yep. Is, the window is tight. Make the most of it while you're there. Uh, so I don't know what Dan is seeing. Dan is showing zero people and no com- no comments. That's weird, um, Daniel Frederick, because I've got all kinds of people and all kinds of comments. Like – yeah, all like Dan of, Frederick. He's there. Mark Johnson, you know. Tons of people up Karen in here. A lot of names I've never seen before, which is really cool. And a lot yeah, of yeah. Welcome, we Xavier. Good here to have go. you. Karen, Karen Danielle done. in the house. <laughs> Xavier Stutz done. These are people texting John right now. Oh dear God, I'm going to get some hate texts coming in from the market dominator himself, John Spazcheck. So John, I was off last week, and you got to spend this wonderful hour with uh, Jay Spence, the King. Yes, I did. I also missed outside of Twitter. I wasn't I wasn't live on any shows. I missed all of the former puncher who will not be named stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously cut down day. And I also missed the guys that were added back to the practice squad. How are you feeling right now just about the fifty-three in general that we have? The current fifty-three, where are you at? Where am I at with it? You know, if I could see the future and know the durability, right? Because that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. It's a game of attrition. How right. how can you stay out of the training room? How healthy can you maintain yourself? Uh, that That's the real rub. So, you know, all things being equal, looking across for who they let go, who they signed back to the practice squad. I mean, I'm pleased. Uh, again, it's it's all about, who's going to stay healthy the longest, right? And we obviously, you know, we're, we're already behind the eight ball in the secondary. Mm, mm. So we need to really stay healthy there. And we need to, I think, exceed uh, expectations. I mean, yeah. that is, to me, the biggest question mark. We fortified the defensive line. The offensive line has played well. They, they got back to get, or uh, they improved from personal issues and injury through training camp. So all the pieces are in place. They got the right pieces. And again, you know me, I'm a pragmatist, right? So some guys got to go and, you know, just don't be like the meme where you're walking with your girlfriend and you're checking out the the girl walking by, right? So (laughs) those guys are gone and we wish them well. And that's it. Exactly. What about you? What about you? Are you pleased, Mr. Miller? So there's there's some interesting things at play for me. Um, and, and, and one of those things is the running back situation. And when I look at the running back situation and the wide receiver situation, y- you never know what the Bills are trying to do, right? So it, it, it gets reported that the Bills are potentially trying to move Zach Moss. And Zach, and the Bills come out and, say, and they say, there's no way. We're, we are 
definitely not interested in moving Zach Moss. But they've got three running backs on this roster that they might end up dressing every single Sunday uh, or every game day, I should say, that don't play special teams. Meanwhile, you put at risk a guy like Isaiah Hodgins. And I know that, you know, Isaiah Hodgins is one of these guys that even in the fan kind of, the fans were all big on, they saw the talent, they knew what he could do. And then there's, there's, a, there's a negative Nancy side of the fan base as well that feel like, see, I told you he wasn't good enough. And oh, by the way, nobody even picked him up like after he got cut. So he clearly isn't very good. That's not the point. The point is, is that he showed that he has skill, talent, ability. He, he has an ability to make contested catches, maybe unlike anybody on this team, except for Stefan Diggs, right? I mean, Stefan Diggs is otherworldly when it comes to that as well. But they did that because you can't have that many wide receivers that also don't play special teams. Meanwhile, we're looking at a potential year where they're going to be fielding all these running backs that don't play special teams. So there's a little bit of stuff in it. Overall, real this this roster. I don't want to say it's bulletproof, but good luck shooting. I mean, it's it, there's the depth that's there, the team that's there, the guys that came back to practice squad. Um, very, very, very excited. And this is actually. A, do you want to respond to any of that before I bring up a, a question? Yeah, I think. Uh, how do I respond to that other than to say, you know, the, they they're not making cut down based on offense and defense alone. Right. So we always say trust the process, right? So you might see more tight end, more even more linebacker play um, on special teams. I mean, they're going to have 11 guys on the field and I, <laughs> for special teams. I mean, I recommend yeah. that typically. <laughs> it's just how I would roll. Right, but makes- again, you know, we've seen some, some crazy uh, tweets from the Bills Mafia over the past six weeks, so you never know. Right. You know, I, I just think you got to, you know, you got to understand that uh, they're the ones with the chess pieces, and, and they see a little bit deeper than we do. And, you know, you and I and Spence, we all kind of have a slightly different take on special teams. But I, I think, again, you know, if you can get a little production and no damage, then that's where I want to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, play playmakers, breaking big kickoff returns and punt right, returns. Right, right. It's so hard to do that now. Punters are better than they were 25 years ago. And then ever since they moved the kickoff up, I mean, the opportunities are less. And again, there's less opportunity to be injured on a kickoff return. So, you know. Who knows? Maybe they stay in regular for punt returns now, right? And just say fair catch every damn ball. It's funny because your point about the punters being so much better. There, uh, Bills. I think it's Bills VHS tweeted out a Bills versus 49ers game from like the early 80s. So like 80, 81. Joe Montana, Joe Ferguson, uh, and just to see those players, giant shoulder pads, right, Smurless recovers a fumble in the end zone and he's like trying to dance with the football and he's even uncoor- uncoordinated doing that. Uh, uh, Nick Mickemeyer is kicking, is kicking field goals. He, he, he corks one, an extra point off the upright. And when it, like his whole entire form with trying to kick a field goal was just wonky. And it takes me back to Scott Norwood, who you probably clearly knew Scott's form. When you look at modern style, like place kickers and the way that they form and their hip rotation and, kind of set up and then like Norwood's out there like 
dropping his arms forward, kind of weird and awkward. It's just, it's incredible how much better these players are. Science, Joe. We're, we're using science now. Using kinetics and biophysics and everything is down to the gnat's ass, buddy. Pretty much, pretty much. Speaking yeah. of the gnat, no, I don't have anything about a gnat's ass. I'm just no, thank God. <laughs> so in this show, uh, for this episode on the Off Tackle with John Fina show, we are going to do our schedule record prediction, right? So oh. we're going to go through the Bills games one by one, oh. and I'm going to keep a tally. I've got a notepad around here somewhere, and uh, I'll find it in a minute. I don't know where it went, but it's uh, it's up there. I'll have to grab Way it Way to go on the show prep. Yes. It's, you it's, got it's, your drink, right? You got your drink. You can't, find a, you can't find a pen. Priorities, bro. I can't and, find and a, a piece pen. of paper. <laughs> I'll keep track of wins and losses as we see them, and at the end, we will uh, basically label them out as far as that goes. So we're going to break down each game somewhat mm-hmm. uh, shortly, right? So we're going to do it efficiently. Although we are going to talk about this first game Thursday night against the L.A. Rams, maybe a little bit more in depth. So why don't we start there? So let's let's start this whole this topic of conversation that is record predictions with what we expect Thursday night a little more in depth, and then we'll start hitting the games one by one. You go first, so I can grab a pen and a notepad. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, yep. I, I'll say this though, as a caveat, right? Caveat. So we've got people in the uh, comment section. I'm going to say wins and losses, and they're going to, oh no, that's definitely a win. I mean, everybody's opinion is yes. every game is a win, right? And how sure. many teams have ever gone undefeated? Two, the Miami Dolphins uh, and New one. England. New England no, did not complete that that season. No, well, the regular season they were undefeated. Regular they season they were undefeated. Yeah. And then they well, lost. that's all. That's all we're talking about at the moment, for gotcha, God's gotcha. sakes. I can't predict the playoffs because it hasn't come yet. <laughs> fair, fair. That's it. Fair. I mean, I know I could see a lot of things, but the future is still uh, out of my uh, purview. <laughs> it's, a it's a little blurry. Yeah. Okay. So dealing with this game, right? I mean, you got the Aaron Donald factor. I always start up front because if we can dominate the line of scrimmage in one way, shape, or form, seventy uh, percent, as opposed to you know, and th- and they having thirty percent dominance, because you can't. I mean, you can't see that many games where it's just an absolute drubbing up front. Right. So you got the Aaron Donald factor, right? So what it, Cromer's plan to neutralize Aaron Donald? If that happens. If that happens, the Bills have a 70% chance of winning. That's that's just – and I always go with 70, right, because that's my, my jersey number. Lame. So, sorry. It's a great <laughs> it's a great number. It is a great number. So um, so I start in the trenches, right? I, I feel good about the offensive line. I mean, obviously the Rams have, have their weapons. It's mostly based on Aaron Donald and him getting free and being a disruptor. So that neutralization of him is going to be – exceedingly important of course the every time they line up they got to have a secondary package like what if Aaron doesn't have a great game then how are we going to uh, overload one side on pass mm-hmm. pro what kind of games mm-hmm. are we going to uh, show them in the run to try and get a couple of negative yardage plays so that that's going to be big and then to me the other key is the secondary how well do the rookies at corner show mm-hmm. up Right, Dane Jackson big. on the big. other side. I mean, this is this is this is huge, right? And you're cutting your teeth. We had one preseason game with starters out there. I'm sure they're on the treadmill, but the excitement, the adrenaline, the mix of all that for being, you know, the season opener is 
is incredible. The amount of pressure, the expectation that these guys feel on themselves, knowing they're the only game going on that night, that's a lot. Mm. Um, so to me, that that's a big I, – I think that you're going to see some long balls too. I think Ooh. you're going to see. I think you're going to see the uh, offense try to stretch the defense quite a bit. Mm. Uh, we'll see more of that. They're going to utilize the play action. I think. Um, I still. I'm a fan of Josh running early, just because I, I feel like that gets him into the groove. Mm-hmm. But that's. Um, it's going to be tough. It's, now, it's, am I supposed to give my prediction now, or do you want to give no, no, your no, no, rebuttal? Let, no, let, let me rebut. Um, Please, get another butt. Uh, but, um, so I don't necessarily disagree with anything that you just said. Um, I think for me, there's a there's a lot there's a lot at play from even right now. And I loved, I don't know if you caught the pressers on Sunday. I did not catch the ones on Monday yet. Um, but the ones on Sunday, like Micah Hyde made a really good point. He was talking about just the anticipation of this game. And you can probably speak to a little bit of those emotions going into game one of the NFL season when there's serious expectations on your football team, which you felt for a lot of years uh, in, the, in the early stages and then even towards the end, potentially. Um, the Rob Johnson, obviously Doug Flutie years. But – Micah talked about the fact that it's not just the game that we have to control the emotion. He said, because he said, I played in a game with the Packers that was the first, you know, slated game on a Thursday night, you know, for the entire season. He said, you have to control the emotion on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. He goes, and on Wednesday during the flight and the trip and then all day. He's, he's like, you have to quell that, like, just to make sure that you're not exerting all that energy, just being into, like excited and anxious and all that kind of stuff. There's so much that, go, that goes into this to me, for me, that's that's unbelievable to include a banner raising. I mean, they're going to be raising the, the championship banner for the Rams. There's there's so many outer things that seem to be at play for this game. And then there's the football stuff. Like, I don't know how nervous playing the Rams makes me knowing that two years ago when we played them, we went up immediately 28 to three, obviously lost that lead, then came back in the final, in the waning moments and you know, won the game on a Tyler Croft touchdown pass from Josh Allen in the, in, the, in the final seconds of the game. But they're not that much different of a team outside of Matthew Stafford. Now, Matthew Stafford is markedly a much better quarterback than Jared Goff. However, there's a there's a there's an ace in the hole here because as much as we don't have film on them from last year and they don't have film necessarily on us this year, I should say we've only got film from last year. Right, right. I'm right. with you. I follow. There is no film on Ken Dorsey. That's there right. is no film on Aaron Cromer. This, okay, this, I, this run scheme is going to be totally different than it's ever been. Well, for no, this team. I, I, okay, I, go I'm ahead. Gonna, go I'm ahead. Disagree with you there. I mean, there there is nothing new in the run game. It's just how well you do it. I mean, you, the plays are the plays. Expectations. The as commitment's well. different. The you know some of the personnel changes, but the run game, you you know everybody runs the same plays by and large. But don't but don't you hear them say when a team is lost they they did some things we didn't expect? Yeah, you hear that, but yeah, I, I look. I'll say this: I agree with you that the the run is going to have a great emphasis this year. Correct. Right. I agree. I'll, I agree with that. But I think that there's something to be said for what offense are they going to run? Now, clearly, there's Dable no, Con- for sure. Dable concepts in there. But we don't know Dorsey is a play caller. Neither neither do the Rams. Mm-hmm. We don't know Dorsey 
I, you have to think as, as close as Josh and Dable were, Josh and D- Dorsey's relationship was different, not exclusive, but different than it was with Dable, Josh and Dable. Mm-hmm. So there's probably some side conversation in the last three years where Josh is like, I hate that play. I really love this play. I don't, and Ken's over there going, I don't know why we don't call that play more often too. And now yeah. we might start seeing some of those plays. Okay. So I agree with that. And I'll tell you one thing that gives me a great deal of hope or yeah. I guess keeps my anticipation high is the fact that in the preseason, regardless of who was on the field, I thought the play selection was outstanding. Mm-hmm. I thought he did an amazing job with that. And if I had to say what I thought was missing last year was situational play calling. And I, you know, I got, you know, what what does that mean? Uh, you know, I guess when you're in third down situations in the red zone, um middle of the field long yardage downs, uh, you know, third or second greater than 10, you know, those are instances where you know the play call makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think that our short yardage calls were fabulous last year, so I'd like I think situationally we can see some improvement. There is correlation to what you just said between that and Josh Allen being ranked 13th out of the top. And I know that there's a lot of people right now. Josh Allen, get, we're all expecting somewhere between one and three, one and five. He gets ranked 13, and all of a sudden, I don't care about the top 100 players anyway. It's, it's funny how that narrative changed. However. What you're talking about is absolutely true. Towards the early beginning to middle portion of the season, the Bills, the play calls were strange. The Bills were number one in the league on long, like second and long and running football, like bad situational football and running the ball, like almost trying to force the situation, which puts Josh Allen in the situation where he's having to do things he normally shouldn't have to do on third down potentially, and he didn't necessarily execute as well as maybe he had. What you're talking about to me, I compl- I have complained about Brian Dable and flow, like game situational flow Mm -hmm. there were many times it seemed like oh he's on it the dude is in the zone every play is just the right play and then there were long stretches where it's like what is he doing why is he you're a genius it's clear you're a genius when it comes to this offensive scheming why are you calling that play now and i I think i prefer wizard wizard i like the word but i I agree i i look nothing you said i disagree with uh i think day ball's great and everybody evolves until the time when they die, and that means you go get a new job. So I think, I think that's the right time. You know, I think it was yeah. the right time he got us to a point. I think Dorsey, you know, it's kind of a young, hungry, uh, make it my own, but take the pieces that are there and mold them, shape them a little bit differently, bring a different philosophy toward those situational plays. And I, you know, I anticipate that will kind of go back to that sort of Dorsey look from two, two and a half years ago. Mm. Uh, in so far as the flow, the expectation right. and things right. like that. Right. No. So getting back to just the game at hand, there's matchups. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see Steph and Jalen Ramsey again. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Vaughn versus his former team minus Andrew Whitworth. I mean, Vaughn Miller is a force. And I think that absolutely 100% what the bills have been missing is that Josh Allen figure on defense? They just as much as we we love Jerry Hughes, still Bills Mafia loves Jerry Hughes. Jerry Hughes was not Von Miller. Jerry Jerry Hughes, I'm sure, was a leader in that locker room on the defense, but he wasn't a guy that was also not only going to lead vocally, was going to lead from a, just an attitude and a personality standpoint, but was also going to lead on the field and Von Man, that guy. 
and his opportunity is kind of wild, right? You know, back to back with different teams, different conferences. How cool right. is that, right? That's right. that's pretty cool. Uh, I'll I'll say I agree with you in part. It, you know, I'd say the heart and soul, of the leadership of this team is our safeties, right? Hyde Fair. and Poyer. Fair. But I think, you know, a, a sack beating a tackle is a much more exciting moment i think it tends to fire people up even more the celebration and the other the other team's offensive backfield standing over a quarterback you know foot on the chest mm. like uh the, like the 300 right just right. you know just i just slayed you kind of thing i mean that that really is great we need that guy to get loose yeah for definitely. sure definitely so what mm-hmm. are what are the guys feeling right now what are the players feeling with, with a game this big looming right well, the nice thing is, you know, coming off two very, very good seasons that and and having a really strong veteran influence on the team, that those emotions don't run amok. Mm. I think, you know, they're the young guys, of course, are feeling it, but you know, visually and you you take your cues from the older guys. How do I behave? You know, right. how's my reaction? I, I'll say this, you know, you talked about the anticipation and, you know, spending all your adrenaline on Monday and Tuesday. You might feel that way for the season opener, but once you dig into the season, that kind of stuff just really just fades. But yeah, there sure. is there is the presence of that, I think, for the opener and the biggest stage and, you know, the crowning of the Rams and presentation of the trophy and, you know, throw everything in there that you want. And it's going to be certainly uh, those young guys will be excited, but I think the veterans will kind of tone them down a little bit. And, you know, you don't play the game on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday. And they really approach, I think coaches, good coaches approach the work week just kind of with that lunch pail attitude. Right. You know, you don't, I had a coach my last year in Buffalo and every day was a pregame speech. Mm. I was like, dude, it's Wednesday. (laughs) Shut up. Let's just install the plays. Let's just talk about what we're going to see. You know, you, you went on for 20 minutes and a, I'm not motivated Two, this didn't make any sense. And D, your timing is all off, bro. Come on. So, you know, I was a little long in the tooth at that time. But even so, I, I can't imagine anybody's like, let's just get to work here. So if we keep that work-a-day attitude, I think, after the first snap, they'll be all right. You mean to tell me that you had a head coach who was new? No. No? Position, position coach. Oh, position coach. You had a, You had a position coach who was potentially new. That didn't pull you aside and be like, look, bro, I know you've been doing this a long time. I know you're old and you've got gray hair. But Mm. when I start going on my rants, I need you to fanboy me big time to get these kids motivated. He didn't do that. (laughs) If anything that came out of his mouth made any sense on a Wednesday, I probably would have, like, you know, joined in. But, dear God, I was worn out. But I tell you, if you need a used car, he's probably available. He's your guy. Is it Carl Mock? Is that who you're no, talking No, not Carl. No. Carl was straight to business on Wednesday. <laughs> you walk in that meeting room, God, just do the installation. Sit down and shut up. There's a there's a, somebody that has the Twitter handle handle Carl Mock. Carl Mock, I love it. I know. <laughs> so I was like, is it that guy? Who right, is so that guy? Let's do this. So let's start. Let's kick this thing off. This the uh the, the whole point of this episode, which is to predict the record, the schedule for the Buffalo Bills yeah. 2022. Okay. So we'll do, we'll 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 do our prediction for this one. So we're gonna give a win loss score as well. And it, you in the comments section. You didn't say I had to do scores. I'll just guess. 
Jesus. Comment. <laughs> it basically, we just went three, two, one, go. You've got five minutes to finish your test. He's like making up scores right now. That's why his head's down. God, so in, the comment, in the comments section, if you would like to give a win-loss prediction and a score prediction, you can. So what we'll do is we'll do this one first, and then we'll do the, the house capital read, and then we'll start this mm-hmm. thing. We'll, we'll kick this, this bad boy off. So what do you have for first game of the season? Bills lose. You've got an, a loss for the Buffalo Bills. I do. Gotcha. Is there a reason, particular reason why? Yeah, I just think that there might be a little, uh, I don't want to say chaos in the secondary, but just a little too much to overcome. That's fair. I mean, Cooper Cup is the real deal. I mean, Tyler Higby mm-hmm. is not exactly a slouch. Matthew Stafford is Matthew Stafford. Austin Eckler is going to get loose on some screens and some and, and some pass routes as far as that goes. There's a great... There's a great question as to whether or not, you know, can the safeties cover up for, I mean, Dane Jackson's going to be Dane Jackson, so we don't have to worry about that, but they're going to have to multi-man cover Cooper Cup, right? So they're going to be shading his way, whichever way he's at. I can see it. Do you have a score prediction on that? I do. Bills lose by three, 34-31. Interesting. So they actually don't make the spread either, right? No, they wouldn't either because they're favored in this game by two and a half. So that would, they would have to be it would have to be the opposite of that. I think. And, the and again, be- let go. You got to choose some losses, right? There's 17 yeah. games. I got to choose some. And you know what? I don't know if anybody in the comment section is telling me to go to hell, but they're not. That's okay. I'm, they're not. Well, I'm halfway there anyway. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. As long as you don't pick us to lose to the the four or five really good teams on our schedule, I'll be okay with it. Because to me, if we lose to the four or five good teams on our schedule, we're not a good football team. We're just beating like chopped liver. You know what I'm saying? Like we're beating the crap teams. So I would matter as long as it all comes together at the end. What do you got, Joe? I've got a W in this football game, and I don't have it as close as you. I think the Bills win this football game. I think they win it by ten. I think there's 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 just something that's going on right now inside of this team, inside of this locker room. I don't believe that they're going to come out and play as well as they're going to play all season i think there's going to be some ups and some downs but i think the bills win this football game and i'm going to say probably give me 27 to 17. well i I, what i'm hearing is the defensive line and von miller get loose yes when you say that that that's what i hear well at the end of the day when you look at that rams game from 2020 and even last year the, the kansas city chiefs game the reason the bills other than the jacksonville jaguars game the reason the bills would lose is not because the offense couldn't score points the offense can score points. This offense is good to score points. Mm-hmm. I think Vaughn Miller is that difference maker for sure. Okay. I love it. So you, what do you Joe. got for how give me house capital? Wow. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Brian Belser from House Capital. When you're looking to buy a house, everyone's got a guy. Might need work done on your roof. Your buddies, you know, he's got a guy. You need an inspection? I know someone. And when you're looking to get your financing together, call Brian Belser from House Capital Corp. He is your guy. They help make the mortgage process simple, hassle-free, and understandable. At House Capital, their preferred relationships with some of the top lenders give you the edge up in getting the financing that you need. Take it to the house with House Capital. House, a registered mortgage broker, NYS, and Department of Financial Services, all loans arranged through third-party providers, equal housing opportunity, House Capital, 500 per speed, and, and then my last one, the one, 500. <laughs> Crazy. So um, I just got uh, corrected. I, I, I said I said uh, uh, Austin Eckler. It's actually Cam Akers. I was going way too fast with that one. But yes, mm. so my point stands. Had the wrong running back. I apologize. So I apologize in the comment section as well. So with that, I'm going to pull up a graphic. 
and the graphic that I'm going to pull up is the Bills season schedule. And this is not mm. the way that I want this to outlay. Where did this? Oh, I did this wrong. Hang on. Oh, you are the worst. I am the worst. This is not what I want to do here. Um, I need a, I need a new host. <laughs> I got to figure out how, how I can pull. I think I can just pull this up this way. Does it have to be a PDF? It might have to be a PDF. So well, we might not be able to pull the actual. Everybody, you, everybody knows the season by heart now, right? I was just going to ask, do you have the schedule in front of you? So if you do, then that actually, you know what? I think I can do it this way. So the second game, I'm going to give you the second game while I work this out. So the second game of the season is at home on Monday night football. So the Bills, the, the Bills start the season on Thursday in L.A. And then they get a 10-day break, which is ridiculous to even think about. Uh, ten day break going into Monday Night Football against the Titans. What do you got for that one? Well, was this one of those teams where you can't lose to all the good teams? Was Tennessee one of them or no? Because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Uh, no, you can you can pick whoever you want to pick. You can go however you want. I know, go. but I don't want you to shame me later. I mean, you're always I'm not doing that. Shame you. <laughs> He's doing that. Good I, I honestly, I have the Bills winning in t uh, against Tennessee hosting. Uh, of course, I predicted a loss. I uh, hope I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But I think they bounce back. I think there's just too much between these two teams for the Bills to uh, not take this one, right? It's time. They've had, too, they've had just too many performances, too many lackluster plays against them, and they come up strong. And again, at home, honestly, I, I see this game as about 30, 35, okay, mm. to 17. Mm. You, and if you don't want to give me a score prediction for every week, that's fine too, because it gets kind of hard when we get into like week 13, what the score prediction is potentially going to be. So John's got a win against the Titans. Um, I also have a W against the Titans. Um, for me, I think the Buffalo Bills, the new offensive or the, the new defensive line, Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, obviously right. the return of Jordan Phillips, uh, Shaq Lawson is a huge guy. When you think about just defending the run right. and defending Derrick Henry, right? So right. to, stopping to me, Derrick, that's what those guys are here for. That's that what play, here for. that play alone is what those guys are here for. That's what they're here for. And if you remember, I, I hearken back to when Ryan Tannehill was a Miami Dolphin. And, and Ryan Tannehill, when he was a Miami Dolphin, hated playing the Buffalo Bills because Mario Williams sacked him all the freaking time. He just could and, not get away from Mario Williams. And he deserved it. And he deserved it. I think we're going to see a, re, uh, a resurgence of that as well. I think this de this defensive line is going to be able to shut down Derrick Henry and get to Ryan Tannehill. I, I don't think that this is going to be what we had last year for our home opener where it was just a big giant buzz kill all the hype and then that we lose to mm -hmm. a poor team in the Steelers I think the Bills come through I think they do a very good job I think we win that football game so I'll go next so uh what do we got we got week three uh is against Miami at, yep. in Miami yep so 9 25 1 p.m do you mm -hmm. buy into the heat hype the what what heat hype uh no I don't either and uh, and I and what 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 would back me up for that is the Bills have throttled the Dolphins in September in Miami the last two years. No, I, I don't buy it, and I think it's far enough into the season that anybody that's mildly—I don't want to say out of shape, but not total form—is going to be ready. Um, and, and again, I mean, I don't 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 anybody out there take this as oh they're not in shape. Game shape, game performance shape is is a very different thing, right. and I don't I, and that's why I think you know you'll dropped that 
you know, if you're defensive line or offensive line, you'll have dropped that three to six pounds between the first two weeks of the season and gained a little bit more, I don't know, laxity in your muscles. Uh, right, you're just right. kind of ready to go. And I, I just don't, I don't have it. I don't, I don't have the Dolphins beating the Bills. Gotcha. So I have the, I have the Bills winning that football game as well. So I've got the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills at three and oh, you've got the Buffalo Bills at two and one heading mm-hmm. into week four. At the Ravens. Now, this is where the season gets a little bit not great, right? So it's a little bit sketchy at the Dolphins. So we start at the Rams. Then, you know, two weeks later at the Dolphins, at the Ravens, uh, home against Pittsburgh, at the, at the Chiefs. At the Ravens, to me, where are you at on that one? Yeah, I think the, the, the rub on that one is going to be the secondary and not in the way you think. I think Lamar gets loose a little too much. I think he converts too many, you know, third and four with his feet. Um, mm-hmm. The bigger guys up front, of course, you know, they may not, they could be on the field. One one of the big guys. I just feel as if this game is it, it, we're dropping this one. You think so? Uh, yeah, I have it as an L. Um, I, I just feel like Lamar is feeling a little bit slighted you know feeling a little bit ignored not loved and i see him as as a kind of guy that'll respond to that Mm -hmm. and 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 of course they they want to put big numbers up against buffalo i think they still sting a little bit from the game two years ago so be that as it may what do you have sir i i feel like this is a moment where the schedule does start to catch up to the bills a little bit if i've got them three and oh um, it's hard to go undefeated, right? It's hard to to stack wins, win upon win upon win upon win. And you can speak to that. I know that it's routine. I know that it's about keeping guys in routine. I know that it's about this is what we do on Monday and this is what we do on Tuesday and this is what we do, blah, 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 right? And all that kind of stuff. There's just something about this stretch for me. And if there's a letdown game in this first quarter, this first four games, to me, it's that Ravens game. So as as much as I don't necessarily think it's because – Lamar Jackson is going to do something special to the Bills, even though the Bills have had a very difficult time beating Lamar traditionally. Um, I, I think this team has the ability to beat them. I just feel like if there's a letdown game for me, this might be it. So I've got them losing this game as well. So I'm at three and one. Yeah, so well, I'm at I'm at two and two. So you are two and two. So the next week, October 9th, uh, in Buffalo against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, to me, that's a W. The, the, yep. the Steelers, the Steelers just don't match up well. Against the Buffalo Bills, to me, they're half the roster. The Buffalo Bills are. The the Steelers at this point still don't know who their quarterback is going to be. I'm actually hoping for Mitchell Trubisky because I like Mitch Trubisky. But for all intents and purposes, to me, if the Bills drop that football game, it it's probably a little bit alarm. There's probably some inward focusing that needs to happen, right? Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Bills take this one. I mean, you look at the the game we lost them last year, and it was a special teams play, right? And just a couple of bonehead moments. Mm. And I think they're sharper than that now against a team that's, I don't want to say the Steelers are mediocre. You know, they're slightly above average. Uh, Levi Wallace uh, doesn't mm. have an ax to grind, but I think he's going to, you know, he'll play pretty hard. But I think we just have too many weapons and I think too much resolve, right? You know, and again, I have us going two and two at that point. So I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see the Bills. I don't see Pittsburgh coming into Buffalo and taking one. 
I like it. So right now you are at three and two. I'm at four and one headed into Kansas City for a 425. No doubt going to be a nationally televised televised football game. Uh, you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Joe Marino is going to be there. Jay Spencer King is going to be there. Who else is going to be there? Jerry Ostrowski is going to be there in the room yep. with us. Sterling yep. Furrow is going to be in the room with us. Uh, where are you at on that football game? I have that as a win, sir. Nice. I, I think the Tyreek Hill uh, issue becomes more uh, for Patrick Mahomes than than we think it will be. Right? Everybody wants to think they're going to – it's replace a guy like that? Really? Mm-hmm. You, you're going to replace him? No, they, they've had to make, in my opinion, some very serious offensive changes, some philosophy changes. When you lose a guy like that who's stepping in, not Tyreek Hill, and that changes some of your philosophy. I think it hurts Travis Kelsey. Mm. Uh, so I have the Bills taking that one. Gotcha. I like where you're at on this football game. For me... Travis Kelsey isn't exactly a spring chicken anymore. So as much as I hadn't really considered the absence of Tyree kill being a factor on Travis, just because Travis always seems no for the last five years, it's been cover that guy. And meanwhile, that guy keeps getting open. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. However, this is going to change the dynamic. And I don't know that Juju Smith-Schuster is necessarily the answer in Kansas city to replace Terry. I'm not ready to say, Oh, it's all Patrick Mahomes. Not to mention the fact that we have seen traditionally in the last couple of years, Patrick Mahomes struggle in that early kind of first half of the season uh, to include last year. The Buffalo Bills went into Kansas City and throttled the Chiefs uh, in Kansas City. He threw that interception that Groot tipped and caught. For me, I've got this. I'm beginning to look like a homer. For me, I've got this as a win as well. So okay. I've got them now at five and one, and you have them at four and two. So both of us right. are, are are looking. <laughs> we're okay, but uh, let me add one more thing. Uh, yeah. I think a little bit of the gold leaf is coming off the horseshoe. You know, the guy, that guy has got a horseshoe up his ass like you can't believe Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, I, and I respect him, and I love him, and he's exciting to watch, et cetera. Uh, but I think that, I think it just, there's got to be a time. And uh, you know what? Uh, I did say that I, I respect him and I like him and he's a hell of a performer. But I think, <laughs> you know, I think luck can run dry a little bit. A little bit. And it did against Cincinnati. It didn't against us, right? That that I keep going back to that game. I'm, like it was perfection by both offenses, right? So it was just, right. just it was a, like a stare down, right, with people with no eyelids, and the guy couldn't make a mistake. We just needed one. We needed him to make one mistake. We couldn't right. get it. Right. Uh, so week seven is the bye week, early bye week for the Buffalo Bills this That's year. That's a win. That's I'm a calling win. that a win. <laughs> Hopefully the Buffalo Bills walk out with the number one seed and they'll get a second bye week in week mm. 18, or I guess it would be 19 right. uh, if you're doing the math appropriately. Uh, so the week following, it's, it's uh, what, October 30th. Green Bay comes into town for another primetime football game, which means that Joe Miller's rear end is going to be up really late for the overreaction postgame show again. 820 start in Buffalo against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. This is where it gets tough for me because mm-hmm. I just I love Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, you can have him, bro. I love Aaron Jones. I love I love the Packers and who they are. I think Devontae Adams is a big loss for this football team. Okay. You're, are you going to apologize for picking the Bills? This is like a Homer podcast. I just 
I just, it's hard for me to sit here and know that there's no way that they're going to win more than likely six out of the first seven games. But when I look at the matchups and I see the teams that we're playing, I see losses in the back half. I can see us dropping a game to Miami, right? I can see us dropping, you know, a game potentially to the to the Patriots because you never know what Belichick has in store for us. Um, there's other games in there, whether it's the Vikings game. Like, there's games that I can see us potentially dropping. It's just hard when I one-off them. When I one-off mm-hmm. them one at a time, right. for me to be like, yep, we're losing that football. I remember looking at the schedule four, five, six, seven, eight years ago and being like, win, win, loss, 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 win, loss, loss. Like, I knew as soon as I saw them. <laughs> and now it just doesn't feel that way anymore. Okay, so where are you? Did you pick it? I haven't picked it yet. You go. You, I've talked. You tell me. What do you think? Talk me into something. I'm not talking you into anything, bro. I don't play it like that. I'll just tell you this. I think it's a loss. Hmm. And I think you're going to you, – ball control, right? Aaron Rodgers, ball control. I think they'll have, a, they'll have a good defensive scheme. I think the Bills have to. I, I hate to say have to, but I think you always end up with one disappointing home loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the one I got on the schedule, really. Uh, they're going to control the ball. Aaron, is it Dylan is the running back from B.C.? You know, so, yeah. powerful running back. They they run play action really well. I think, um, you know, this, just like you said, Belichick, right? I think that the smartness, the the uh, the longevity of Aaron Rodgers, he's going to have some influence. People are going to continue to look at that New England game yep, and yep. say, how do we keep Josh Allen off the field? I think this is a, this is a team scheme and a, a quarterback and a running back and a little bit of the personnel that can maybe make it happen. Very good. I'm actually going to go the same. It's, it's, the other thing that was bugaboo in me is picking the Bills to lose on Sunday Night Football at home. I just don't want to see that. I just don't want to see that. Well, so. Look, I don't want to see a single loss. Right. But right. I'm, I'm also a realist. Right, and that's the hard part too. So right now I'm at, I'm at five and two. You are at four and three. And mm-hmm. let's do the Q42 read. With the greatest pleasure, an anecdote first. Unbeknownst to me, my son comes home today with chicken McNuggets from McDonald's. Yuck! Complains that he has no sauce. I immediately run to the refrigerator, dash to the refrigerator, mind you, reach in onto the the door and pull out two bottles of Q42 to save the day. My God. I mean, I saved the day. Incredible. But beyond that, what Iman has to say is that tailgate season is here. Whatever sauce or rub you've been using, if you dare, turn the bottle around and check out the ingredients. Compare what's in it to what is in Q42. Q42 is all natural, crafted in western New York with local honey and real ingredients. Mm, The other brands can't claim that. It's why Q42 remains undefeated in blind taste tests. Get yours at Q42barbecue.com. Put in the code FINA SHOW. FINA SHOW, all caps, and save 15%. It's a giveaway. Oh my God, it's stuck in the it's stuck in the blinds. That never I couldn't do that again in a million years. <laughs> Holy cow. We have derailed. We have I derailed. played a, I played golf yesterday and I was on a tee box. I, actually what I was doing on the golf course can't even be called golf. I was so frustrated quietly unemotionally and i i threw a t at the ground now this is arizona right the ground is right harder than your head joe the freaking t stuck in the ground 
I couldn't do, I, I could throw it a thousand times. And now I throw three pieces of paper and they get caught in the Venetian blinds perfectly. Oh, stop bragging. Venetian oh. blinds. I got Venetian blinds. Uh, Roman blinds. I don't care. Whatever you want to say. We got to make some tracks here, bro. Okay. Let us go. Your turn. Where, so, where so are we? Week nine for the Buffalo Bills. They are playing in New Jersey against the Jets. One o'clock on November 6th. Yeah, it's a W. I, they just have too many issues at quarterback. They got, although they had a beautiful draft and on defense, I, you know those guys finding your way around a professional football field in a game. I don't see them being reliable. I I, I see this as a potential uh, blowout in New York. So yeah, the Bills are blowing out the Jets. I have the same. I don't think. I I think the Jets have an opportunity to be good in the future. I don't think it's this year. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. So I'm at five and. Five and one, no, five, six and two, my bad. Six and two, and you are I'm at, at five, five and three. three. Yep. So uh, the very next week, so week 10, the Buffalo Bills are uh, hosting the Minnesota Vikings. To me, this has the opportunity for an upset. So I'm actually going to go with a loss in this game. Mm. Between Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, I think they've got the talent. I think they've got the ability uh, to, to match up well with the Buffalo Bills. And for me, I'm just, I'm plugging this. You've got, Again, they're not going to win them all. You've got to pick some losses someplace. I've got this one as a loss. Yeah, I'm, I got this as a win. Uh, it's just at this point in the season, I think they've really found themselves. It's on AstroTurf. It's not on grass. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. There's Dalvin Cook, and um, you just said his name, the receiver. Great Justin football Carson. players. I, I see Kirk Cousins making a couple of – kind of boneheaded decisions while he's under pressure from either Groot or Von Miller. I think we end up with, uh, I think we actually get three picks in this game. Oh, wow. That, that would be huge. That would be huge. Very next week. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to speed up. You know what? I I just, I got a text message from the Italian and she has a ride. So we're good. We can go long, even though the people in the comments are crying now. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have to go very long. I just didn't want to be like three minutes late and then have a tr- have trouble for you. So, uh, so what are we looking at? We are look, we're looking at week eleven. So at, after week ten, I've got the Buffalo Bills at six and three. You've got the Bills at six and three as well. So our 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 records at this point match. So week eleven at home against the Cleveland Browns, the Deshaun Watsonless Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to go first. Man, you can't predict this as a loss. I mean, just, like the principle of it. Like you could never pick this as a loss unless you did. And then I'll feel bad, not for very long. But, uh, you know, there's, they just, you know, they, they can't allow this game to get away. This right. is a team that you have to beat that's it's kind true. of like an identity crisis, a moral compass issue. Um, I don't know how Cleveland recovers for the next, you know, couple of years. Yeah, when you look at just this Cleveland team, they're, they're going to play good defense. Uh, they mm-hmm. just they have for a long time. Obviously, the Bills have the number one defense in the league. And how do you improve on number one? You go get Vaughn Miller and you make yourself better. But they do have Nick uh, Nick Chubb. And, uh, uh, and yeah, Chubb, I was going to say the running back. Yeah, is, and, and Chubb is going to have yeah. a game and he's going to get his yards, which is great. But Jacoby Brissett being the quarterback of this football team, 
I'm not sold. So for me, this is again, not against us. Not against, uh, you know, J- Jacoby can go to New York and beat those guys, right. uh, but he's not coming to Buffalo and winning a game. Agreed. So the, I've got the Bills beating the the Browns as well, and I don't know if I ticked it off. So what are we at? We're at eleven, week eleven, and I've got six and hmm. three. Somehow I'm missing a game. Uh, whatever. Yeah, we both could be seven and three at this point, right? So week mm-hmm. twelve, the Buffalo Bills are in Detroit on Thanksgiving Day. W Good food, turkey, cocktails, family, right? Football all day. We're we're gonna start. We're gonna start that Thanksgiving day on Thursday at twelve o'clock with the Buffalo Bills beating the Lions, and then just living that vibe. Is that twelve? Is that twelve o'clock uh, Eastern? It is twelve. It's actually twelve thirty Eastern, but yes. Yeah, so ten thirty my time. That's good because I do so much cooking. Like I, I sometimes I don't even get to see the games because I'm in the kitchen. Right. But I've been doing a better job with my prep, although I'll just be coming back from our uh, traditional turkey fry with a bunch of my buddies who are complete clowns. Right. And I, I usually come back from that just a little bit toasted. So it'll be time <laughs> to sit down and watch the game. <laughs> So what do you it's got? It's a W. It's a it's w. a W. Okay. Yeah, it's a W. <laughs> it's a dub. It's a W. So the Buffalo Bills play on Thursday, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day, uh, eleven twenty four, November twenty fourth, and then they actually follow up the very next Thursday, which is a gift from the scheduling gods and by uh, God, right? Little G gods. What's that? I said, yeah, right, right. So they don't have a short week. Two Thursdays. Well, I guess they've got a short week. Before that, they got a four-day week going from mm-hmm. the Browns to the Lions. Thank you. And then a full week to prepare for the Patriots. Uh, what do you got for that football game against the Patriots in Foxborough, 8-15, Thursday night football? This is my toss-up game, man. I'm undecided. I really am. I mean, I, I want the Bills to sweep the East. If there's, and you know, spoiler alert, this is the only one I'm on the fence for. Mm. Uh I just, I feel like Mac Jones is a serviceable guy. You know, they're gonna they're gonna plan correctly for him. Judon's a good football player. It's late in the season. Uh, Spencer Brown, you know, both of our starting right tackles, so to speak, have had health issues in the past. Mm-hmm. This is a rough one for me, man. I I, I want to hear your argument, and then I will come in and make my decision. Go. Go, go. So for me, I think that uh, will Mac Jones be a little bit improved? Yes. Do I think that Devontae Adams being there provides the, the Patriots with a weapon? Yes, especially a weapon against the Buffalo Bills, who has traditionally played well, even though it hasn't helped the team that he's been on. So Devontae Adams, Devontae Parker, sorry, Devontae Parker, uh, was with the Dolphins. I, sorry about the Adams thing. Devontae Parker was okay. with the Dolphins for several years and always got his numbers. He always got his catches. He always got his yards. However, it was always pretty much in a loss. I think the same thing is going to happen in New England. I think Devontae is going to get his yards. He's going to get his catches. I think he's actually going to be pretty good in New England. He's going to be a, a receiver that Mac Jones can trust. I, I, I live and die right now on this, this picture in my mind of Bill Belichick having no answer from the time that he threw the phone against the, the, whatever the phone bank thing was on the sideline until the, that playoff game last year that you were at freezing your cojones off at Bill Belichick has not had an answer for Josh Allen. And I don't think he finds one yet. So for me, I've got a W against the, 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 the New England Patriots on Thursday night football in Foxborough. 
Mm. While I like your line of reasoning, I uh, I'm unconvinced. And you know, I go back to my entire season prediction, and I, I think this is a weather game. It potentially could be. And it's grass. Um, I got it as an L. Nice. Gotcha. I'll be honest with you. It's surprising to me because uh, I was told it only snows in Buffalo in early December. I'm not worried. I, I can handle it's, snow. It's it's, it's the rain. It's the rain. It's going to be cold. Let's just leave it at that. So it yeah. gets cold in all the northern cities, not just Buffalo. I Dude, I rode Rich Eisen on Twitter for a couple of years because I don't remember what it was a Sunday night game or something like that. And he said, we're in frigid Buffalo. It was like 36 degrees in November, like late November. I'm like frigid. Really? That's where you went with that frigid Buffalo. And I like, I think I tweeted him back like the temperature in like four or five other like North Northern cities. And the temperature was like within two degrees of each other all the way across. But it's yeah. Frigid you're, Buffalo. It just, you're very, you're very sensitive, very and petty at hey, times. We, we have an interjection here from uh, Pamadonna. Yes, we do read it after your picks. We can guess what games we'll win and lose on paper, but there's always that one game that's a shocking, that's a shock, losing to a bottom team, Jaguars, last year. Oh, I can't even read that. What game could be that game this year? Oh, I would say for John, that's this one. The one that that is this about. one, Pam. This is the one, right? And it's, I think it's due in part, like, Pam's question was just loaded with emotion, right? That feeling. And we have, like, not me, because my day was Miami, but the Bills fans hate New England. They've transitioned from the Dolphins to New England, and that's just the one that will just freaking just bother the crap out of you. What about you, Brosif? So if there's a game on the schedule to me that's a potential loss that we would not see coming, um, I think I already kind of picked it at the Vikings, but if you're talking about a trash team, maybe, maybe the Bears, if Justin Fields finds a way to be oh, the guy that everybody thinks that he can be. Yeah. It is could that the be the next game. No, 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 no. That's on Christmas. And it's on Christmas Eve, right? So the team is traveling on Christmas mm -hmm. Eve. And I don't know how you felt as a player when you were on those good Bills teams. I, it, it seemed to me that there was many times. Pittsburgh in prime time, the Chiefs in prime time. There were several games where it just felt like those Super Bowl teams didn't want to be there. They were just like, I don't know why we're here right now. We're better yeah. than this and this moment, and I'd rather be home. Honestly, I, I don't see us losing any trash teams, but I think an emotional loss against the Patriots is kind of my fit for Pam's question. Gotcha. But I just don't see this team losing to the trash. Gotcha. I apologize, Cleveland. I like calling it. you so, trash. Right, right now, I've got us at nine and three. You have us at eight and four. So we are split again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The next week, we are actually at home against the Jets for round two. W, I don't even think I need to talk about that one. Yeah, that's the W. W, so we'll just skip that yeah. one together. This yeah, we, and we rack it up against them at home. This is where it gets different for me uh, just because um, I think the Miami Dolphins are good. And I think they've got a, they're have got they going to have a pretty good football team. Yes, it all rests on Tua Tungavailoa and his ability to execute that defense. But I think by this time of the Offense. season, there's an, there's an aspect of them beginning to kind of figure some of this stuff out. Now, the opposite of that is the wheels have come off for the Miami Dolphins. The backup mm. is playing. There's no confidence. Mike McDaniel's like no. way over his head. I don't think that's necessarily going to happen. 
Um, this is a to-be-determined game, which means it's probably going to be in prime time. It's probably going to have some meaning to it, but I think if there's a potential for the Bills to lose an in-division game, it's probably this one. So I've got 12-17 or the 18th week 15 against the Dolphins at home as an L. I, I Yeah, I have it as a W, and I appreciate the way you think, but I'm coming at it from like a season-long Tyreek Hill just trying to contain his disappointment and there's going to be discord in the locker room. I don't think Asiki and Hill or, or Tyreek are going to be on the same page. Mm. I, I'm just not confident that they're going to protect well enough. And there, I don't, I don't see the Bills dropping this one. We've got three games left. I'm at ten and four. You are also at ten and four. Headed into what I hoped was. The away game I was most excited about going to Chicago. My wife and I love Chicago. Chicago mm. is a beautiful city in the summertime and the fall to just walk around for like an entire day, eat good food, take in the sights, go to the top of the John Hancock building, just check everything out. But the schedule makers put it on Christmas Eve. So there's no way that I'm going to the Bears game in Chicago, Bill's Bears game in Chicago, week 16 on 1224. What do you have for that football game? Well, I'm glad you're not going. Uh, I know I know two couples that have left Chicago because of the violence. Whoa. Uh, and well, I'm uh, talking to, I'm talking to Miracle Mile. I'm not talking about being in parts of Chicago that you don't want to be in. They live Oh, never mind. in that area. Gotcha. And okay. the, the 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 issues have drove them out and I think that um, I'm going to tie this together that the, the violence might be greater on the streets than it is among the team. So I just don't see the Bills uh, losing that one. Gotcha. I think so they're, I think they're tougher, yeah. I do like Justin Fields. I think that, you know, with Cole Komet as the tight end, you know, I just feel like he's going to be too much of a safety blanket, and they're just going to try to nickel and dime, nickel and dime, and it just won't last. And they don't have enough weapons uh, for my taste, I think you know Trey White will have been back for a while, and this could be one of those cool games where you know he just has like a ridiculous performance. That's actually that's, one of the things that we did not talk about. Is the we did not talk about, but we don't know when he's coming back. It's so. in the, it, speculation. Joe Marino said it. I agree with him when he said it. I was thinking the same thing. Week eight against Green Bay is when we, I would believe that he'll be back, but we'll see. But I also have this football game as a win. Uh, I just don't think the Bears are that good of a football team. Could they put mm-hmm. it all together, like I said? Could they jump up and beat us on a on Christmas Eve when the Bills are maybe a little disinterested, looking forward, right, to the Bengals <laughs> in Cincinnati yeah. the next week? I mean, there's a good potential that you know it just might. So not we're both at four losses, right? We've got we are we've got four to play. No wait, where no, are we? we got two, two to play. play. Two to play. Yep. So Ooh. we got the Bengals. Okay, game. so we Come got the Bengals. And New England, and Joe and I have to come up with one more loss. Everybody in the comments, tell us who's going to pick who. Who are the Bills going to lose to? Are they going to lose to Cincinnati or New England? Who's picking who? Who's Joe picking to lose to? Why do I have to pick one of them as losses? Well, you have to. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, you do, because you're going to match the same predictions I am. I guarantee it. (laughs) I got the Buffalo Bills going into Cincinnati who have traditionally had a hard time winning in that stadium. I know because I've watched a couple games there that the Bills that I felt should have won and lost. Um, I actually have them going in on that Monday night and upsetting the Bengals in their home stadium. Mm. Uh, I think the Bills are clicking at this point. I think that they're beginning to ride that end-of-season wave 
that we've seen them ride the last couple seasons, I've got the Bills going in and defeating Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm. I do not. There you go. I do not. I think that the Bengals have a disappointing season by and large. I don't think that – I think they're in the hunt for a wild card at this point. Um, and they're kind of – they're at like a fever pitch, and they put together some incredible performance, and uh, the Bills actually lose. It's going to be tight. It's going to go down to the end, and Buffalo gives us one gives this one away. Gotcha. So you are at what eleven and five. I am mm-hmm. at twelve and four. Mm-hmm. Last game of the season, New England Patriots come into Buffalo. Maybe Bill Belichick's final game of his career. Maybe if the Patriots, if the wheels come completely off, right or not, mm-hmm. or it could be another miracle that Bill Belichick has pulled out of his rear end, making this football team somehow a wild card team. A winning a winning football team and a wild card team. Thoughts on this game? I went first on the Bengals. You get to go first on the Patriots. Uh, I did. I went with the Bengals. I went loss. No, no, no. Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Oh, you want? Oh, okay. I, I just think that um, you know I predicted a loss, and there is that emotion, and I think at this time the Bills are poised for the for the postseason, and I really believe because the um, the North is really going to be kind of a war of attrition, right, between Mm. Pittsburgh and uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati, that we're going to be in a position with one win to get home field advantage, and I think they win. I like that. I think it comes down to that literally. And what's weird is the teeter between it. So it's do the Bills need this game, right? If they do, they win it. If the Bills don't need this game, they play – Case Keenum, they play a Mm -hmm. bunch of like the backups. There's a potential there to lose the game. However, we've seen the Bills put themselves in a situation of playing the backups and they tend to win those football games. So I think I've got this as a W as well. So we are not going to be evenly matched. You are going to finish the season at 12 and 5. I'm going to finish the season at 13 and 4. And I think I've got the Buffalo Bills winning the the number one seed in the uh, AFC and uh, being, being, uh, having a first round bye in the playoffs and you at 12 and five are going to be probably walking the tightrope in my guess. Yeah. I, I still think though that um, enough of the teams that were at the top last year, you know, there's, there's often a disappointment after a Super Bowl season. I think there's a little bit more balance in the other divisions. And I think mm-hmm. they eat each other a little bit more than we will. Agreed. And uh, I, you know, I think that the team to watch as far as improvement goes, is Denver. And I think Denver steals one from Kansas City. That's good. And I think that's important. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we got uh, – uh, I can't read that. I can put my glasses a- AK, on. AK Cash. AK Cash. Super chat. Nice to see you in the chat. What's your guys' thoughts on how our corners match up with the Rams' wide receivers? Okay, so I've, I've been giving this a lot of thought, right, because we've talked about the secondary and the challenges without Tredavious White, and I don't see it as a matchup issue. I see it as a scheme issue. I think they've really got to have a great scheme for rolling safeties down. Uh, I don't know what Terrell uh, Bernard's development is at this point but he can hopefully be the guy i do love matt milano but i think that uh bernard's really has more range um out in the flat 
and covering that um, that twelve yard area, uh, not in the middle of the field, and I think that's where we win it with right. this with a really really strong defensive philosophy. So the corners are going to match up okay, but uh, the real support is going to be the scheme and the philosophy. What's interesting to me is Dan uh, Frederick basically comes in and says Allen Robinson is going to go go off. I've been waiting for Allen Robinson to go off since he left the Jaguars. To me, when you look at the cornerbacks against the Buffalo Bills, the Bills, Sean McDermott and, and Leslie Frazier, you know, is a is a similar mind to Sean McDermott, but clearly they're doing certain things that Sean McDermott did with Philadelphia and kind of in his past. Sean McDermott is going to find himself a way to cover up the concerned errors of Dane Jackson and Kair Elam. We saw it when Tredavious White went down in the, like, what, Thanksgiving against the Saints. Right, right. And I don't, I remember all of us being like, oh, shit, what do we do? And to that end, Joe. Let me finish. Okay, go ahead. and, and, And until the Chiefs game in the playoffs, I don't even think we even considered it a problem. That's true. That's very true, and I'm going to add a layer to it for you. They've had months to plan what to do against teams with great wide receivers minus Tredavious White. Right. So if they've got to have probably two to three different packages, probably three based on quarterback talent, receiver talent and offensive line ability, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to look and say, all right, well, against this team and their tendencies, this is the package that we're going to use to support our young corners. Right. The big the big concern is going to be Cam Akers, right? So Cam Akers, if somehow he gets loose and he, he, he forces us to pull those safeties up and start playing tighter in the box, if the, if the defensive line cannot do what the, def- the defensive line needs to do, and, and Cam Akers is a quality running back, but if if he gets if he gets flowing and if he gets some juice behind him, it could be potentially a problem. But I just I just don't see it. I think I think the corners are going to do fine. Uh, I think Cooper Cup is going to get his yards. I don't think it hurts the Bills. That's where I'm at. So, um, wow, you're at thirteen and four, and I'm at twelve and five. And just um, you know, I want to be wrong, Joe. I want you to be right. And uh, I think we should put a $5 bet on this. All right. I wrote down my predictions. Uh, We'll uh, take opportunities to chide each other during the season in our podcast. We will. You can harass. This is being recorded. So you can come back and listen to some of my ridiculous commentary. Receipts, bro. Receipts. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, you're not not a receipt keeper, are you? You I am not. I'm the worst at receipts. I'm the guy that checks his statement a month and a half later and be like, what, what chart? What, honey, mm-hmm. <laughs> did you use the credit card? <laughs> I love it. That's me. So any final thoughts before I close this out? Yeah. Thanks everybody in the chat, the comments, you know, it's great to have you. I love trying to read them as I go. Yeah. Um, you guys bring real life to our podcast. Uh, our bills bring great, great life to our lives. I'm thrilled to be here and I hate, predictions uh shows like this i hate drafting for i i just like to enjoy the game i'm never like this so this was a really hard show for me i do believe that the bills are the odds on favorite to make it to the super bowl um i'm a pragmatist i'm not a debbie downer but i i just 
you know, I want to undersell and over deliver. Mm. So, you know, if somebody out there tells uh, Von Miller that I picked him to lose five and Von says Fina's a jackass <laughs> and he goes out and turns two games around and makes me look bad, I'll hug him. I'll hug him at the Super Bowl parade in February when it's one degree out in frigid Buffalo. Right. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Off Tackle with John Fina show brought to you by the Market Dominator team. By the way, he did text me during the show. Oh, how he, many did he get? How many did he I get? don't know how many he got, but he basically said, ha ha, dude, you're killing me. Go Bills. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, last thought is a uh, happy... It's like 700th anniversary to my parents, Chuck and Ann Fina. Wow. Uh, today is their anniversary. And uh, if you see them on the streets, say happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Mr. Mister and Mrs. Fina. But uh, you have been tuned, as I said a second ago, into the Off Tackle with John Fina Show, brought to you by the Market Dominator team on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, presented by Picasso's Pizza. My name is Joe Miller, the host of the show. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired, that guy over there. Is John Fina. You can find him on him on Twitter at John Fina. John, anything else? Hell yes. <laughs> Go Bills, Joe. Go Bills. We'll see you guys later. Three days. Three days, ladies. Oh my god, I can't three stand it. Days. Three days. Three, three days, three days, three days. See, three days. See.